It's Raining Cats and Dogs, the podcast dedicated to people who are ruled by their pets. I'm Joel Bardseth, and Queen Freya, she doesn't just rule our castle, she rules our entire kingdom. She's been kind enough to let me be your host. On behalf of Steve's Real Food, thank you for joining. Today's podcast is all about seniors. So whenever I do a webinar to the public or a staff training to an independent retailer, we do surveys to find out what else they'd like to learn. Senior health is by far the most requested topic. So much so, this podcast is part of a bigger initiative by Steve's Real Food. We will be featuring senior health for dogs and cats throughout 2021. So please take a look at the Steve's Real Food Facebook page and register for any of our upcoming webinars. I'd love it if you could join us. We got a really cool lineup. I'd like to say this before we get into it, because there's a trap when it comes to learning more and more about our dogs and cats, especially when it comes to like food and enrichment, ways to make their life better and longer. So when it comes to seniors, you can easily feel regret for what you didn't know in the past. If only I knew that then, I would have been a better pet parent now. I've fallen into that trap myself. I had a dog named Rosie. She came along before I knew what I know today. And yeah, I have those moments when I'm like, wow, I could have done so much better for her. But you really can't argue with this. Because this is what makes our dogs and cats so special. They take us as is. They don't care what we look like. They don't care if we are rich. They don't care if we are poor. We are perfect in their eyes. If any of your past dogs or cats, ones you've had to say goodbye to already, could say one thing to you right now, it would not be, why did you feed me that unhealthy food for all those years? It would be, thank you so much for being awesome to me. So let's start by defining what a senior is. Is it an age? Is it a number? Well, it can't really be an age or a number because an eight-year-old Jack Russell Terrier is not a senior, but an eight-year-old Mastiff is. So senior is certainly the result of age, and each breed has different ages, different life expectancies. But more importantly, there are physical signs, and that's what tells us if our dog is entering senior life. A stiff gait is one of the first signs you'll see. They also tend to stretch more. They are slower to stand, slower to lay down. It's almost like they're more calculated, like they're trying to time getting up and getting down. There's a decrease in vision and also possibly hearing as well. A loss of muscle mass is really common with seniors. They tend to sleep deeper. You'll notice it's a lot harder to wake them up. But by far the most emotional signs for us as pet parents, the ones that make us worry, those are the cognitive signs of senior. Confusion, disorientation, and there's an increase in their anxiety as well because that unsteadiness on their feet, that loss of their abilities, that causes our seniors a lot of stress. So they might be more clingy as a result. They also might forget some of their basic training. So these are some of the signs that you want to watch for as your dog and cat ages. 
So for the purposes of this podcast, we're going to talk about being proactive. Now, what does that mean? Well, we're not going to wait until they become a senior. We have things that we can do their entire life so that they can handle being a senior better. The biggest single thing you can do for your dog and cat is keep them lean. 60% of household cats are overweight. In fact, 39% are considered obese. 55% of dogs are overweight. Now those numbers came from a study that was conducted in 2016. Back in 2012, four years earlier, that same study was done, and the numbers were about 10% less. That means we're increasing the weight of our dogs and cats. We're going in the wrong direction. The burden of that extra weight, arthritis, spondylosis, diabetes, and heart disease. Those are big. So let's say we keep our dog and cat lean. What else can we do throughout their life to help them when they become a senior? Well, joint support is big. Start joint support early. There are a lot of things you can do from a diet standpoint, adding freeze-dried turkey necks, raw bones, All of those things are loaded with glucosamine, chondroitin, calcium, phosphorus, green lipid muscles. That is great stuff you can do. Dogs and cats are experts at hiding their pain. By the time we see symptoms, they may have already done damage. So it is easy not to think about joint support until we start seeing signs. But it could be too late. So large dogs, long dogs, think about that. Corgis, dachshunds, basset hounds, that long back that can dip in the middle if they're too heavy. Athletic dogs, stopping, starting, sprinting, jumping. All of those things can be hard on the joints. So starting that joint support early can really help. And think about this one, cats in high places. Now I love the sound of that one. As you know, Queen Freya, she rules our kingdom and she loves high places. Often we find her on the counter where she's not supposed to be, but she loves the back of the chair, back of the couch, up in the windowsill, on my desk, and she jumps down from there. I don't like that thud that she makes when she lands. Have you ever noticed that thud that your cat makes when they jump from a high height? That can't be good on their joints. And the signs are difficult to spot with cats more so than dogs. Because they don't go on long walks with us. We don't get to see their gait quite like we do with our dogs. So we have to take care of those joints early. Exercise. Mind and body. Dogs and cats of every age need stimulation, physical and mental, every single day. It is so powerful for their overall well-being and health. Have fun. This is your challenge. I want you to have fun creating new awesome ways to challenge your cats and dogs. Now, routine is excellent. Routine gives our dogs and cats kind of a sense of place, that comfort and security, and it is great. If you wake up at 7 every morning and you take your dog for a walk, that is awesome. But what if on Saturdays you got up at 7 and you hopped in the car with your dog, and you went to a new park, a new walking trail. 
That's that new adventure. There's new smells, new sounds. That stimulation is so important for them. Give one day a week to be the adventure day. There's outdoor games you can do. Scent work, agility, new toys, add new tricks, work their mind. Treat balls, puzzles. I think treat balls for cats are awesome. Most treat balls are advertised for dogs. And in fact, most people think of treat balls as a dog thing. Put freeze-dried treats in a treat ball and roll it down the steps for your cat. Cats love to win. Cats kind of have to win. And they will work that treat ball until they get every last thing out. That victory means everything to them. We've got to challenge their minds too. There's so much that we can do. So have fun and be creative. Find new awesome ways to challenge your cats and dogs. We also recommend that you get to know your pet from head to paw. What I mean is weekly physical exams. Now these are ones you do through massage and petting and just kind of rubbing your dogs and cats bodies. You don't want to find a lump and say, whoa, how long has that been there? This is how you're going to get to know them. Now you might come across something that maybe they were at doggy daycare, a dog park, and there's a wound. Keep an eye on it. Eventually it heals up. But what if that thing lingers? You spotted it early and now you can take them to the vet. Now these weekly physical exams will never replace regular veterinary visits, but they're a great way to get to know your pet from head to paw. As we talk about these proactive things we can do as, as we go on our journey with our dogs and cats through their whole life, what about those of us that have a senior already in the house? Seniors are more prone to anxiety and reducing stress is so important. So I got some tips that are really easy to implement that'll go a long way for helping reduce the stress of your resident senior. So let's talk about some physical adaptations you can make. So those long walks you were taking, those are gonna start to get shorter. If you rely on walking your dog for your own personal exercise, you're gonna have to find a different way because as your dog ages, we gotta shorten those walks. Now you can do short, frequent walks, but I recommend you add more sniffing, more exploring, challenge their mind, baby gates. You might have to add baby gates to block dangerous stairs. Rugs, rugs for slippery floors. This is gonna be big in our house as, as Bimmy ages. If you have a resident senior that races to the door when there's a knock, adding some rugs can prevent injury on those slippery floors. Cat steps for window ledges. Really important that they don't jump all the way down. And ramps. Ramps are not just for vehicles. They're great for furniture as well. There are emotional adaptations you can do for your resident senior as well. So this is not the time for change. This is not the time to rearrange the living room furniture. Remember, their eyesight is going to start going, and they're going to need these physical markers to remind them that they're home. So let's not rearrange furniture. Give them easy activities, easy tricks. 
The idea is to give them wins. This is important too. Your dog might want more space than you're used to. It's nothing personal. Just give them that good space so that they can feel comfort throughout their days. One of the challenges with having a senior in the house is that anticipation of loss. And I wish I could do a senior podcast and keep everything upbeat, but that's our big fear. That's why so many people don't like looking ahead. We can't let that fear block us from taking proactive steps early in the lives of our dogs and cats so that we can make sure they transition from life stage to life stage in an easy, excellent way. So I want to say thank you so much for joining me today on our topic of senior health. Please reach out to stevesrealfood.com or Steve's Real Food Facebook page and watch for webinars on this topic so we can do an even deeper dive. I also welcome each and every one of you to email me directly, joel, J-O-E-L, at stevesrealfood.com. Let me know your story. If you're working with a resident senior, maybe we can offer some really good advice aimed directly at your four-legged kid. Thank you so much and have a great rest of your day. That wraps up another episode of It's Raining Cats and Dogs. And as a reminder, please join us for a nutrition webinar. Visit the Steve's Real Food Facebook page for details and registration.